tonight I have got a very special guest in the studio. Her name is Lucy Merritt. Lucy, welcome to the show. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Now, Lucy, <laughs> you've done something incredible. You have written a book. Yes. And it's called The Way I See It. Can you tell us what the book is about? Yes. Um, so, basically, it is about a young woman. She's a journalist. Um, and when we open the novel, she is at the funeral of a high school friend. Um, and she just uh, is overwhelmed by all this emotion for her friend who took her in life. And she just sees all these people talking about what a happy life that she lived and how happy she was. But the main character, Holly, realises that she's not happy because she wouldn't have taken her own life. And so this kind of realisation forces her to confront her own anxieties and her own mental illness. And so the book is the journey of her um, coming to terms with her mental illness and learning how to deal with it and how to cope with it in everyday life. And so what inspired you to write this book? So um, I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was nine and then again when I was 21. So doubling, double diagnosis makes me extra special. Um, and so I've had a lot of my own anxious experiences. I have a lot of family and friends who have some sort of mental illness. Um, a, a lot of them is some sort of anxiety disorder. And so it is really... Um, important to me it plays a big role in my life um, and it was something that I knew there wasn't enough uh, out there in the world there's a lot of books about depression a lot of stories about depression which is obviously just as important but nobody was talking about anxiety nobody was talking about the stigma around it um, and I thought I had this idea of a character in my head and I was like I'm gonna make this work and I just started writing the story and this is what we have that's what you have so you were saying just before we came on, um, talking about why it was launched, it was going to be launched in October. Can you talk about why? So October is Mental Health Month, and I think we had Mental Health Day last week. Yes, last week. Yes. Yep, yep. Um, and so my publisher, Elephant Tree Publishing, um, thought this would be a great chance to coincide the two together. Uh, what a great time to launch a book that's about mental health in Mental Health Month. Mm -hmm. Great stuff, great stuff. And so one of the things um, that I was reading up was that you decided um, that for that for this book that it wouldn't be just filled with inspirational you know quotes it is more a realistic portrayal of you know the daily battle with anxiety why did you decide to go down that path rather than the more inspirational side uh, I think I'm the least inspirational person I know I get all my inspirational quotes off Pinterest just like <laughs> everyone else um, so I like I don't really know what I would say to help anybody the only way that I could help somebody potentially is to just be honest and to speak uh, from, oh, I hate saying this, but like from my truth, what mm. I know, mm -hmm. what I've lived through. And so obviously not, the, the whole book isn't all my experiences. The story is not about me, mm. um, but there are a lot of experiences that I have put into this book because I want people who don't have anxiety, who don't know what it's like to understand, to see from someone's point of view, hence the title, mm -hmm. um, like what it is to live with it on a daily basis and some days are good and some days are just so bad I mean there's one particular scene where Holly is staring into a mirror and she's just talking to herself like is this who we're going to be for the rest of our life as in like we being two personalities almost the anxious personality and then an anxious personality like this is who we are why are we like this and you know it just it can be such a struggle now, switching gears just a little bit mm -hmm. to your own writing journey. Yes. Have you always been interested in writing? 
Yeah, actually, um, I remember writing something like in year three, mm -hmm. and my uh, teacher at the time was so impressed with it. She was like, "This is amazing. You need to go show the principal." So I went to the principal, and he thought it was amazing. So he sent me to the canteen, and he bought me an ice block. And so, like, I knew I had a gift, obviously, <laughs> from that day. Yes, ice block. <laughs> um, but when I was 14, I just sat down one day. I had this idea in my head, and I wrote a novel. And, wow. I mean, it's 14-year-old me, so it's, it's not very good. I know that. But um, it is what it is, and I was really proud of it at the time. And everybody who had read it was like, you have a gift. Um, you need to work with this. You need to keep writing. And so I did, and I just haven't stopped. Um, I studied a creative writing degree at Wollongong University, which, I, yep, <laughs> which I finished in 2013. Mm -hmm. So it was a three-year degree. Um, I learned so much. Uh, being 18 at the time of starting that degree, I wish I could go back and do it again because yeah. I know there's so much that I would relearn and learn at a whole new level if I went back. Um, but yep, and then I just just continued to write. And here you are. Here I am. How did you feel? When... You know, you got that announcement, right? Your book is going to be published. Mm -hmm. What was it? Can you just go back to that experience? Tell us what it was oh, like. Oh, I could tell you that experience. It happened in June, so <laughs> it's not that long ago. Oh, wow. So I was asleep in my car. Mm -hmm. um, Sunday afternoon, my husband was practicing in a band, mm -hmm. and so I was waiting for him to be finished. Anyway, I have emails. I get notifications for my emails. And so I had sent this um, my manuscript out, and I was waiting to hear back from the publisher. And so I get woken up in the car by this email notification. And I don't even have to open it because I can see that it says, like, Hi, Lucy, we'd love to publish your work. And I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, what is going on? Is this real life? And so I jumped out of the car and I ran inside and I interrupted her in practice. I was like, Andrew, look at this, look at this. I'm going to be published, going to be published. And so I, like, hyperventilated. It was crazy. I got back in the car, went and bought a bottle of champagne. Mm -hmm. Kept it to myself, like just between Andrew and I. Oh man! I went to visit my parents, mm -hmm. hid the bottle of champagne under some cushions on the lounge, and I'm just like, oh, you know. So I got an email today, and they're like, oh yeah, okay. And then I was like, I think we should drink this, and I pull up the champagne. And I'm like, because I'm gonna be a published author, and they all just like broke into hysterics. It was amazing. Wow! Everyone was just so elated because it's been had been my dream from that first thing that I wrote at 14. I was like, this needs to be what I do with my life. So for it to finally happen 11 years later, this is a long time coming, really. Yeah. Now, what was your writing routine? Did you have, like, a set, like, I'm going to write this amount of words, or was it like, when I feel it, I'll write, and then what was your routine? So I think starting out, like I said before, I had the character, and so I mulled with that for a long time, thinking about how I was going to have the story. Um, but I'm kind of a, what they call in the writing community is a pantser. Oh, okay. So you just kind of like fly by the pants of your seat sort of thing. Ah. So just kind of whenever inspiration struck, I would write. Um, so sometimes I would be writing on my phone, on the train, I'd have to copy and paste it into my document when I get home, yeah. uh, lunch breaks, late into the night, just kind of whenever the story came to me. Whenever I had a spare second, mm -hmm. I'd open that document and stare at it until something worked. And that's kind of just generally my process, I think. Mm -hmm. If you're passionate about writing, which I obviously am, it's not something... I mean, it can be something where you sit down, you write a thousand words, and you, you know, do it diligently, but that's not necessarily going to be your best thousand because you forced yourself to do it. Mm, interesting take. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, also reading. You have to read okay. to be a writer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, yes, which goes <laughs> on to my next question. <gasps> Who's your favourite author? I have a few. Okay, go for it. Yes, you are okay. allowed. Okay, so my favourite classic, <laughs> mm -hmm. F. Scott Fitzgerald, Great ah, Gatsby. Okay, I yes. love it so much for what it is, what mm -hmm. it talks about the time, mm -hmm. 
um, the cultural significance, the whole idea of it. I just think it's beautiful. I think F. Scott Fitzgerald is beautiful and is one of those questions where, like, if you could have dinner with anybody dead or alive, it would be him. Yeah? I'd pick him. I just love to talk to him. And, like, especially I would be interested to see how he would write that novel today in our society. I wonder how he would look at it today. And I also, more contemporary, mm-hmm. um, I really love Hannah Kent. Okay. Have you what? read any No, I haven't. So what's her So she's an Australian style. author. Um, she has two historical fiction novels. One mm-hmm. is set in Iceland mm-hmm. called Burial Rights, which is about uh, the last woman executed in Iceland. Oh, wow. And her more recent one is called The Good People, which is set in Ireland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Hannah, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're Gosh. obviously very different. Um but I I love all genres. Mm. I I mean I obviously There's have no. specific ones that I do tend to read more okay. of. Like what kind of is your more like the first one you kind of go towards? Young adult fiction. Mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Still being fairly young myself, <laughs> that's kind of what I tend to go towards. But more recently, I've been reading crime fiction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I really love crime fiction. Yeah. Okay. And historical fiction as well because yeah. the Hannah Kent thing. So I think yes. um, a combination of those together would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. And what is the last book you've read or are currently reading? Can I answer both? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> the last book I read is called Green Light by Benjamin Stevenson. Okay. It just came out. Crime fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so many twists and turns. I was like the last few pages and I was like, okay, surely we're done. Mm. And then no. Ooh. And then no. And Ooh. then no. And I was like, man, okay. So that was, it was really good. A page turner? It was literally ah. a page turner. Ah. <laughs> Thankfully, books are page turner. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm currently reading two books. Okay. Well, two books at once. You know, what have I done? You don't. So what happens for when it. you have an idea for something and you want to write it? Mm. And so then you find the books that you think are going to help you. And so then the library's like, they're both here at once. And so then you have to read them at once. Yep, just do it. I'm trying. <laughs> um, so we have The Making of Christina by okay. Meredith Jaffe, mm-hmm. um, which I heard about on a podcast recently. And I was like, that sounds really interesting. I'm going to go get that. Um, and then a really famous one that's just come into the spotlight called The Hate You Give. Yes. And I cannot remember the author, but I do have it in my bag. Wait, you know what? I'm going to look it up right now. We're going we're gonna to find this out because I have actually been um, thinking of watching the movie The Hate You Give because it's going to be, yeah, in cinemas yeah, it's coming out I don't really know, like next year. And so I really also want to know because... I mean, if you've already kind of started-ish reading it, and you enjoy it, oh, here we go, oh, oh, here we go, by Angie Thomas. Thank there you, you go. Angie Thomas. There you go, I'm up we got to chapter there. three, mm-hmm. and it's already like, whoa, kind of Yeah, book. okay. Yeah. Okay. Books on books on books, it's great. It's my life. Both <laughs> my parents are librarians, so. Oh, and I also, think it kind of absorbed into you. I pretty much live in a, I lived in a library growing <gasps> up, surrounded by books. Okay. Beauty and the Beast library, you know, that... <laughs> was this your life? My parents wish. My parents oh, wish. They didn't live in a castle, but I'm sure if they could, they would. They would, 100%. Um, <laughs> yes, but also my aunt is a published author as well. So it really is in my blood, oh, nice. I like to say. <laughs> I was destined. You were no destined. Yeah. Way forward. Fantastic. <laughs> now, my final question for you, Lucy. Yes. You're just about to publish your book. Yes. You've had your own writing journey. Yes. What advice would you give to all the budding young writers, young or old, you know, out there? Either way. Yeah, either way, um, who want to start writing? Don't give up. 
And I think this is something that is so easy to hear and be like, yeah, but you're published, so what do you know? We've all been there. Think about the classic example of J.K. Rowling. How many rejection letters did she get? Too I don't know. So many that A she lot. could, like, wallpaper with them or something. And that's reality. I think I got, like, seven, maybe six or seven rejection letters for this book. But it only takes one person um, to see your writing and to say, this is worth something and it means something and I want to share this. And so I'm, I'm really thankful to my publisher, Jenny from Elephant Tree that because she saw my work and she was like I resonate with this I think this needs to be heard by more people and then my other advice is to as I said before keep reading Um, don't just read the genre that you want to write you need to read widely and obviously you need to keep writing I think I had a realization a few years ago when I had this book in mind not specifically this book but just in general I've written a few you have a book in mind and you're like oh the only way this book's going to get written is if I actually sit down and write it. Yeah. But because you have this whole story in your head, it almost feels like it already exists. But if you don't put it on paper, no one else is going to read it. That's right. And I think that's just so important. You just have to sit down and you have to do it. Find a way to make it work. And study too. Take classes, online classes. If you don't want to go through university, that's fine. There's plenty of online classes and courses talk to other authors, you know, communicate with them on social media. Most of them are willing to help if they don't have, you know, too much going on with their own books. Um, just don't give up. Just keep going. Excellent. Great advice there. Now, it took me 11 years. So, yeah. so. you know, it can happen. It, will, it can happen. Yeah, lots of perseverance. Keep yes. going. Keep yes. going. <laughs> now, the official launch will be in Canberra. And that'll be on October 23rd at the Canberra Girls Grammar School. But don't, don't fret, Sydney Sliders. The Sydney launch will be held on, on Saturday, October 27 at Glee Books in Glebe. And to find out more information, just head on to elephanttreepublishing.com.au. Once again, the book is called The Way I See It, written by the lovely Lucy Marrett. Lucy, thank you so much for coming to the studio. Thank you for having me. It was so lovely to be here and for letting me talk about my passion and what's important to me in my book. Oh, fantastic. It was great to have you.